Hey, what's going on? It's another player profile and projection. We're talking about Aaron Michael Hicks. This might be another guy that we've done every year. 2017, 2018, 2019, but maybe because he was had TJ one year and we knew, but maybe got a half an episode. Interesting. <sighs> Could be a guy, Jake. Could be a guy that we've done every year. It's brought to you by the Warehouse Games on YouTube. Go check them out. We got, man, at this point, maybe we've wrapped down the uh, tournament by the time this episode comes out and be prepared mm. for the one inning league. I don't think so. I think it might be coming up on the finale. Ooh. Yeah. So go check it out. We're going to have good stuff there and more. Good stuff there. Aaron Hicks. Finale. Female. 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 Final. Final. English. What a tough language to teach. Aaron Hicks mm-hmm. is an outfielder for the New York Yankees. He is currently slotted in the center field. Spot 61205, 32 years old, turns 33 on October 2nd, 1989. Jimbo, we've had a couple. We've had a couple injury seasons with Aaron Hicks. 2019 and 2021. He only played 32 games last year. In those games, he was also not very good. 2019. Similar story, 59 games, a 769 OPS, which again, that's actually... For center fielder. For center bad. fielder, that's okay. It's just 59 games, that's not enough. And then in the 60-game season, which who even knows what was going on that year, uh, he played 54 out of 60. Yeah, was... He had a 379 on base, 793 OPS. Uh, not to give too much away, like if Aaron Hicks can somehow play a bunch of games and give us a stat line like that, I think we'd be in an okay place, but... Um, Man, I don't remember anything. That year is just... He started 49 of the 60 games, played in 54 of them, had a 379 uh, on base and a 414 slugging. He has completed about half of his extension he signed. Were we raving about him in the 2020 season? No. Well, how did the numbers end up so like decent? And, uh, you know, there was a lot of rumors around center field this offseason. We were hanging out with his brother, the real Joe Hicks. One of, the, one of the most best um, entrances, best entrances ever I've ever seen someone have to a house. Ever. Uh, yeah, ever. He slowly, slowly reversed his car. Loudly, but slowly. Um, till he was lined up with the front door of the house. The mm. door was open. And we were like, uh, what? Are we getting shot? Like, who is... Who is this? It's a nice car. Nice car. And um, just a slow, slow reverse. So you saw the back of the car in the front door first and then kept going, kept going until he parked and got out. Wild entrance. It was a movie entrance. It's a movie entrance by Joe Hicks, Aaron Hicks' brother. And yeah, Jim, I mean, I I think we'll start with a couple broad strokes and what we do remember uh, from last year, the center field defense, which is Hicks's number one calling card, maybe number two with on base percentage. Um, that looked weird. He looked bulky and his throwing arm, which is supposed to be elite was not elite last year, uh, coming off Tommy John. So it kind of made sense, but also, uh, we'll definitely, that's something we're circling this year. 
um, how he's patrolling the outfield, and then health and getting on base. Um, that's kind of Aaron Hicks. I'm looking through uh, the 2020 uh, awards because I'm just completely blanking on his season. I can't believe I would have guessed he didn't play just on my memory alone. So 54 games. He didn't get a pride of the Yankees that season from us. Really? Yes. He got two MFers. Zero prides in a year. He had a 379 on base. Yes. He got um, the award. Have you forgotten about me? He got the award top 100. He got two MFers. Uh, he got the award, please. Mm. He got the Swingman Award. I think you were ready for him to start hitting and not just walking is my guess, if I remember that one correctly. Whoa. And uh, Hair on Fire. Because I believe he started like running, right? At the end of the 2020. And that was the Hair on Fire. Like start playing with your hair on fire. Oh, I'm having slight memories here. Anyway, yeah. Um, I don't know what to expect that Hicks this season. Um, right now, they don't have another center fielder. Are they a better team with judging right, standing and left, and 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 Gallo out there? Yeah. Are they going to do that? No. So it's like, does he have a leash? Is he the center fielder no matter what? Mm. Like if he's healthy but not performing, is he just the center fielder no matter what? Yeah, it just depends what not performing really means. I mean, with the Yankees' career. With the Yankees, you kind of have to rule out his Twins days at this point. I mean, he last was a Minnesota Twin in 2015, so let's not lump that in. Uh, although he wasn't a very good ball player at the time for Minnesota. With the Yankees, uh, and especially if you cropped out 2016, I'll leave it for now. With the Yankees, he's a 237, 342, 766 OPS player. For center field, that plays, especially when he was playing his, his strong defense. Um, it's being healthy and Yankee fans. Let's be honest. Part of the reason we have a weird relationship with Aaron Hicks is he, he was just too high up in the lineup. Um, and if that sounds harsh, I'm sorry, but baseball has gone to a get your best players as far up in the lineup as possible to give them ample opportunity. Fernando Tatis for a while batted leadoff for the San Diego Padres. Aaron Hicks was hitting third for the Yankees for a long time, only to split up Judge and Stanton, which was a little frustrating because he is just of a different ilk of those guys, and that's not shots fired. Giancarlo Stanton's a Hall of Famer. Aaron Judge is putting up some of the biggest numbers we've seen a Yankee put up. Um, that if, And I think that's where me and Jimmy, uh, if we're starting to go to the optimistic dream world for Aaron Hicks, if he can be healthy, if he can be smoother athletically, if that arm is there, and he can give us 2020 stats or anything like 2017, 2018, and Aaron Hicks is in the seven hole, I think we'd we'd really like that guy this year. We could really use that guy. Um, health and durability, the biggest concerns. How did he get hurt last year? What was the injury? Uh, I could look that up for you. Tommy John. This, and this year was the wrist. Oh, oh, he has that injury yeah. that Teixeira yeah. um, had. The, um, the sheath uh, on his wrist which is, like, incredibly hard to come back from. Um, Teixeira did it for one season, and he talks about what he had to do to do it. 
especially as a switch hitter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. This is kind of like, now that I remember all this, I kind of want to monitor spring a little closer. Um, Cause yeah, it's supposed to be really hard. You're supposed to have to like be really lean and in shape and, and, and really uh, to get back from it. It was like the, he like tore the sheath that covered his wrist tendon or something like that. Yeah. It's a uh, tendon sheath. I think when you talk about spring training, it's, you know, going through the list of guys and what truly matters, like Anthony Rizzo, no, like we'll decide what Anthony Rizzo looks like when he's playing MLB games, uh, regular season games. Judge, yep. Gallo, yep. Stanton, yep. Donaldson, yep. Glaber, yeah, it's going to matter. Don't really care about your spring too much. If you look good or bad in the regular season, that's what's going to count. Aaron Hicks is a little bit like, how you moving, dude? Are you catching balls easily in the gap in center? Does he uncork any throws this spring? How is their power? I know he had a nice double the other day. That looked pretty. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, that's a big one to circle because especially when Cashman gave us that little bit of cheese going into the offseason that center field was a position they were going to look to target. Uh, you know, we all went to different dream worlds with different different potential center fielders, whether Starling Marte, Cattell Marte, other baseball players. Um, where are the Yankees at with Aaron Hicks? That's kind of what my question is. There Now they don't have a backup center fielder. Um, it's currently the active right fielder, which is an act. That's not how backups work. Tilo and Guardy. Tilo, maybe by the time this comes out, Guardy's back on the team. Um I don't know. That's why I'm. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. If he's not performing, does he get the boot? They go judge and center, and, and then Stanton, because they can do that. You know what I mean? They can, but they won't put judge in center field every day. No, they could do Gallo too. It's just walk year. Like I don't even understand why yeah. they said they wouldn't do that. Um, I don't know. Do you want to play the R two C two quote by him? People might be interested sure. in hearing him talk Love like it. that. I mean, I think our phrase for this year is, you know, um, have some fuck you, you mm. know, because I mean, obviously that's something, you know, that that we're, that we're missing, and you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely ready to, to do that. <laughs> yeah, I like that, man. And and you, and you know, I don't cuss a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think because he's, he, I like hearing it because uh, as a team wise, but like even Hicksy, like he, he's never been. In more of a Bernie vibe than an O'Neill vibe, you know, or or Gardner vibe. So I'm interested to see if this comes to fruition, if what this even looks like. But I'm I'm glad that he has it mentality. He's got to hopefully he can stay on the field and get on base and make some plays and and stop the running game. But I I mean I go on it, it's an interesting one. Defense and on base. If he does that, Aaron Hicks can have a starting everyday role on this team. To can. To be completely honest, that's what he's been here to do. Um, he got to be out there. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's hard to buy into when two of the last three years have have been kind of injury riddled. See, is he still not hitting double plays? Remember that was the whole thing? I remember that was a thing. Let's see. We like him in the three-hole. Well, I remember when everyone found that out. He, like, hit one that day. Like yes, and of course. It was, it was as good as baseball karma gets. He doesn't hit into a lot of double plays. 
But I think his numbers have jumped from the chaos they were. Like 2018, he only had one in 581 yeah. at-bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2020, he had four. He was a little bigger in 2020 after the Tommy John injury and all that stuff. Which I know that doesn't correlate, but... Always interested. I feel like it's the same thing every year for him. Like, let's let's see him uncork one. Let's see him run one down. And then and then you hope that uh, the on base, you know, if he's back in the in the six, six hole, six, seven, six, seven, then I don't fully care about um, just get on base, you know, just keep it moving. Right. In that spot. Drive some in every now and then. What? Over under fifty games played. This is so mean. Whoa! All right, I won't do it. I want, I, that's bad. That's bad. That's ju- too low. That's, that's bad, bad juju. Bad juju all over it. I mean, where your loophole could be there would be like with the Yankees, like oh, if there is a trade or something at some point. But that's still too no. I don't think we do that. I mean, a loophole or the stat for Hicks. I mean, it's probably on base, right? Because, hey, this is the other thing, Jimmy. We mentioned the wrist sheath injury, which is a very real one in baseball. In 32 games last year, he just was not there offensively. 194-294. So, it's the leash, and it's on base. Like, if Aaron Hicks, he played 32 games last year, and he put up that stat line. If he does that the first five weeks of the season, six weeks of the season, if you're the Yankees, you need to start thinking of other solutions. Yeah, especially like the defensive stats in 2020 weren't great. Um, we haven't been able, we haven't had a bigger uh, we haven't had a lot of, a lot of to go off in the other years. you know that he hasn't collected enough data. He was fast. He was in the 83rd percentile. He was in the 77th percentile in 2017 and 2018. Last year, 48th, 2020, 66. So it's just like gone down and down and down. I'm interested to see if he's back up. Because, I mean, we're talking about an on-base, extra base. Like, he should be taking the... uh, If he's not mashing, he needs to be getting on base, taking the extra base, and running balls down in the gap. Right. So it's just a lot to learn from seeing him out there, and hopefully he's in great shape and and looks good. Hesitancy in our voices because we just it just feels like this one's not a not a lock. It's tough. Uh, it's tough that that twenty twenty season is an abbreviated season because it just makes the last three years seem real tough. You know, playing 54 out of 60 in the shortened season is really good. In the last three years, he's played 145 games. That's tough. That's what well, you'd want out of your starting center fielder. Kind of, kind of more points against him for that 2020. He would have started the year. He was going to come back around when that season started anyway. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going to start the season on time. He was going to come back. So he wasn't going to have a full early season. July. The season started late July. Yeah. Say the word tough again, because that's tough. It's tough. Tough. If you're going to be here, be good. Yeah. How about that? Wow. And have some fuck you and you. And baseball reference, also having trouble. They're doing uh, 65% reliability. Higher than I thought, to be honest. Yeah, I thought it would have been a coin flip. Uh, they're saying uh, 
320 plate appearances. It's like half a season. Is that what? Yeah, it's not a lot. Which means that's tough. A tough projection in and of itself. 223, 326, a 720 OPS. So, hey, man. That would be awful. Not a lot of juice in this PPP. Not a lot of juice in this PPP. There's not. We said that. You say it, BBD. Not a lot of juice in this PPP. He could be one of the biggest. Say it, but don't say the last P. He could be. Let's watch a random video. I think that might help us out. Let's get a good random video. He pimps, walks. Yeah, yeah. The helicopter swing of the pimping of the walking. Verlander home run. Showing random video. Uh-oh. And tw- Uh-oh. This is just nasty. Flies out to Ryan Lamar, a guy who might take his spot if he gets injured. No, I don't like that. Lamar comes in to make the play. Two down. Yanks down by two. That'll bring up Jean Going out. I didn't like that. Okay, okay. Went, went the other way with it. He said part of his R2C2 thing said... Emphasis on going the other way. Uh oh. Swing and strike. Swinging righty hits. the first pitcher we've seen react. Oh no. Tim Mesa. Okay, how about this? Mm. I got I got some. I got some. Not a lot of juice in this PPP. So I mentioned the last three years he's played 145 games. Yeah. You did mention that. What if Aaron Hicks? At the end of this season is 145 games. These are his stats from the last three years. 145 games. 22 yeah. homers. Okay. 71 ribeye stakes. Don't care. 223, 338, 747 OPS. Are we taking that? It's tricky. No. Because that means he's played the whole season of center field, basically. No. His defense his defense has to be the, the make or break on that stat line for me. Like, if he's a top tier or a, above average if defender. If he's good. If he's good. If he's a good <clears throat> defensive outfielder, he hitting was, seventh, dude, he was such he a would good, take this. He was such a good center fielder. Remember, like, the home run, the grand slam he robbed in Anaheim? No one would run on him. Twins catch. The twins catch. No one runs. There were some funky routes, but he was a pretty good center fielder. Yeah. No, he was a good defensive center fielder. So if if we get 2020 defense, then no, I don't like that stat line that much. I guess that's where this is interesting. And I kind of because it's the batting order thing for me, Jake. Right. Like, if he is batting 6-7 this year, and we're not relying on him for power or pop, or to, to then that he's got to be good at defense and got to contribute every day. So the OBP has got to be like way up, like 350, 360, or the batting average has to be like 260. So it's where this trick, you got to pass the baton. It's six, where this stat line gets tricky is if everything else goes well, this stat line from Aaron Hicks playing good defense would be acceptable. But that means everything else on the team is clicking. That means guys aren't, like, hurt. Because Aaron Hicks, if there's an injury, 
he immediately starts climbing up the list. And then that stat line becomes not acceptable for your five hitter or you're back in the three, two hole. So I don't know. I don't know. The worst thing that can happen to Hicks is a Rizzo or Gallo injury. Because all, all of a sudden he's in the five hole or the three hole because that's what they'll do. And then all and then all of a sudden he'll become the, the bat. If he could just exist in the six seven and pass the baton, get on and make some plays in the outfield, that's a winning formula. That's the win. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? So if you take out last year, 32 games, Rishith. Yeah. And I'm taking out 16, 17 Yankee years. 17 was really good for Aaron Hicks. In 16, I thought he was going to be a Chris Young type. Uh, not Chris Young. I thought he was going to be, maybe I'm thinking Chris Young. I, th- I thought he, w- he was going to be like one and done. Like I thought he was going to be like a Yankee right. that comes over for a couple years. Like, uh, and then we, you know, he's a platoon or bench player and then, and then they, they trade him or, and then 17, I was like, oh, he's, he's a sneaky part of that Yankees finding guys. Yeah. It was like the first time, like they traded like a good trade from 2018 to 2020. He played 250 games. He was a 240, 359, 810 OPS guy. Well, obviously that would be, Hey, I might fall asleep on the spot. If that, if Hicks finds that, Slap his ass and call him Sally when you see him in the streets. If he wants you to. Does it? Joe does. That's confirmed. No. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd mind. And then I think Joe he, wouldn't mind. Then I think if he did it twice, he'd really mind. Oh, don't do it twice. He'd really mind. Don't do that twice. Yeah, not a lot of juice in this PPP. BBD's wearing one shoe. BBD's wearing one shoe right now. We're a mess. I'm falling asleep on the spot. I've been getting crazy foot cramps this episode. I think people go <laughs> back and watch sign. that. This is, I mean, the random videos. Can we get a good random video? Hit random video until we get a good one. I don't know, man. I just don't know if that's how. Hit random video till we get a good one. Oh, oh my way off God. The and an open gap. Wilmer, Wilmer Font called strike. 2-1 pitch. Oh, that's brutal. That Let's one, try two two. another random video. Just quick. Just like a tight one. Oh my God! Craig Stammen called strike. Oh, it's the same thing. Well, remember he doesn't swing. Let's give it. Okay. A ball from Drew Pomerantz. Reversal. I mean, this guy's good now. Let's see if it's a good take. Oh, great take! That ball is coming across the plate. A little bit of an easy take. <laughs> a little bit of an easy one there. Okay, we're seeing pitches. Yeah. Well, he doesn't swing. It's going to be hard to find a random video where he swings. Phil Maton. Oh, oh good great take. take. That's high and out. I had that. No, Jimmy. I think I had that. No. That was a nasty pitch. No. Uh-oh. Jesus Christ. Here's another one. Oh, my God. He swings. Oh. He didn't even label the pitcher. Normally label the pitcher. Oh, oldest man in baseball. Vargas. Oh Jason Vargas. Uh-oh. Do we get away swinging from the strike? And now that Cookie Carrasco swinging the strike. Now we get the bad weather. Oh no. I mean but this I mean he oh no. 
Okay, a ball. Oh, in the dirt. Spits on it from Brad Pitt. In a tied game in the 10th. A little bit of an easy one there. Yarby. Fouls foul. off Ryan Yarby. Yeah, this is a nice foul. 4 nothing Yanks. Drill deep to left field. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, buddy. Against the facing of the second. Okay. Are we ending there? Here's what I think we need Are to say. Are we ending there? I think so. Here's ah. what I think we need to say. Max over under. The bar has been set low for Aaron Hicks this year. Would love to be surprised. Yeah. And I will root for you to be surprised. I'll root for you to be surprised. Because a switch hit in center field or boogity, boogity, boogity. Boogity, 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 boogity. I mean, it's now or never for Hicks. Only the left foot's cramping? Always. It's the exact same toe every time. I cramp a lot. I take magnesium supplements. They're not helping. Damn. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. What's Max's over-under? Over, under, 89 and a half outfield starts. Mm. Mm. So that he did do basically what I did. Mm. His number was a little higher. Which I think answers my number. <laughs> uh, um, Mouth it to Joe's who's outside the window. See if he has an answer. Joe's. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks outfield starts over under. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Went over. over. Hammers the over. Huge year from Hicks. Let's do it. Confirmed by Joe's. He's set up to win. Bottom of the order. Just pass that baton. Make Bottom some of the plays order, in the no field. No expectations this year. Thank you also. Uh, long leash. And then even when, even if they they did the judge thing, they're like, you can't do it every day. We need to get him a day not in center field. Or How much does this change once they sign Gardner? Maybe it already happened. I'm asleep.